The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. There's the Pat Kenny Show with Anton in for Pat, and with me is Kathleen McNamee, the host of the Koi Gig podcast, and of course from Off the Ball. We 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 will have to talk about the bad news for Rory. The drought goes on eight years, ten months. Let's start positive with a phenomenal performance from Leona Maguire. Yeah, absolutely incredible from her, especially when you consider the fact that she's come second in this tournament the last two years. So it really was third time lucky for her, but she carded at eight under par, 64 to win yesterday. Um, started two holes off the lead yesterday morning and then came back with four birdies and an eagle in her final six holes. That's amazing. So we talk a lot about Irish teams and like Irish sports people not being able to perform under pressure and pull off these remarkable ones. Leona knows how to do it and it's not the first time she's done it either. She has a bit of a record for it. So but she birdie, 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 eagle. Yeah, she birdied the 13th, 16th, 17th and 18th and then the eagle came on the 14th. So incredibly impressive from her. She obviously made history uh, in February 2022 when she won Drive-On Championship for her first victory on the tour. And it's kind of been a slow time for the second one to come, you know, but she said herself that she's just been patient. She knows she has the talent and the skill. She's like, I just wasn't putting myself under any pressure. I knew it would come and it, now it's come. So fair play to her. A good day for anyone from Cavan and also any Irish golf fans on that side of the draw. <laughs> well, yeah, let, let's then go to the uh, men and nearly nine years major drought and so close for McElroy. Yeah, the wait for that fifth major continues. So he had a closing round of 70, but Wyndham Clark won the 123rd US Open by a single shot. If I mean, it's really McElroy's pudding that let him down on the day once again. It's interesting chatting to a few different people this morning. I obviously did not stay up to watch it because I, I do value my beauty sleep. But a few people that I talked to that had, there's a mixture of people being like, this is more frustrating than St. Andrews last year and then other people saying that like no like Rory has shown that considering everything over the last couple of months and how much he has struggled for form a couple of times he feels closer now than he was ever again so it's up to anyone listening at home to decide where they fall down on that particular one but um, I think a lot of people would like him to do well especially after the, the few weeks that he has had but isn't it interesting the way that it gets characterised? Being in the hunt, neck and neck for the US Open and being one shot off I it know. and it's sort of viewed as, oh well, disaster. It's weird because like I would have thought, I was surprised actually at the amount of people I knew that were staying up last night to watch it because there was a real sense that this was his to take. And you look at who it was, like Wyndham Clark that actually won it. He's not a major name. It's not like he was up against some of the big ones. And But what he did was he scrambled and he scraped when he needed to. And Rory McIlroy wasn't able to do that. Now, he did say himself that he was like, if I had to play another 100 Sundays like that, I would for the chance to win that next major. Um, but yeah, the, the wait continues. Meanwhile, Stephen Kenny, we ha- at this point, the, the only question that has to keep getting asked is what, what future is there? I don't know. Uh, I mean, Friday night was, it was a tough, tough watch. And a lot of people I know that would have been big fans of Stephen Kenny are on the kind of side now of like, we totally appreciate what he's done for us. He has, you know, changed the way that Ireland looks at football in terms of like developing talent and stuff. But he just, I mean, we were totally outclassed on the tactics. And you listen to Greece, like Gus Boyer talking about it afterwards. 
And he was just like, yeah, it was so obvious what you were going to do. You were going to do this, you were going to do that. And then you'd probably bring on this player and that player. And we were just ready for every eventuality. And I know it's easy to say these things after the fact, but if you look at the way he set up his team and the way that he reacted to the substitutes that Kenny did make, it was so obvious that they knew exactly how to take us. Um, so Gibraltar tonight, I, the, Friday Does was it matter? Our, I mean, a win against Gibraltar, does that take the pressure off? I don't think it takes the pressure off, but it could heap more pressure on if it's like we scrape by 1-0 and the team play really badly. Like, Kenny needs tonight to be a annihilation of Gibraltar. And I don't know if the team are in a position to do that at the moment, even mentally after the weekend. He was speaking to the media yesterday and he initially was really confident. He was like, yeah, no, I'm going to see out my contract and I, I'm pretty sure like I'll get an extension. And then when he was pushed on it a little bit later on, he kind of backtracked and he was like, oh, well, I actually don't have any guarantee of that. So there's a few names being floated around. Big Sam is probably the most entertaining one, but I'm pretty sure the new FAI aren't looking to go down that sort of direction. Don't write it <laughs> off, don't write it off. Um, and obviously off the ball, we'll have commentary on uh, that game this evening. Now, this morning we had the, in Gaelic Games, we had the football draw highlights. Some very tasty ties, I have to say. Galway, Mayo, Donegal, Tyrone, Cork versus Roscommon, and then Kildare, Monaghan, and then Telton Cup. Of course, we have Downleash, Mead versus Antrim. I mean, you have to look at the two provincial ties there with Donegal facing Tyrone, Galway facing Mayo. Well, Galway, is, Mayo is the pick of the bunch, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, uh, what was Aidan O'Shea thinking when he didn't kick a point the other day for them? If he'd done that, they would have been in a very different situation now. But they have to go to Galway packed Pierce Stadium Galway have looked like the All-Ireland contenders all the way through I mean obviously a shock result for them at the weekend but I think a lot of people still aren't counting them out and I think if it had been a knockout game at the weekend they probably would have found the energy reserves to push on so Mayo have been so up and down and I I spend a lot of time in Mayo I spend a lot of time around Castlebar I know how much these people love their football they will be very disappointed with how they played at the weekend and will really be looking for the team to step up. And there's a sense there's a lot of work to be done, isn't there? Yeah, well, I think what a lot of people felt after that result down in Kerry, which was, you know, a pretty historic achievement considering the run of form Kerry had had at home, um, that this team had taken those six weeks and Kevin McStay had mentally got them in a good place. They'd had a break as well, which he said was really important for them. But they've just found it really hard to get themselves up again. And, you know, I talked to Nathan was saying this morning on Off the Ball that Mayo are the sort of team that need the competition to get themselves up. So when it gets hot, they do. But I was like, is that not kind of the position they were in against Cork yesterday? So... It's hard to tell. I think at the moment Galway might have an edge on that one. And uh, I know if my male boyfriend is listening to me at home, he's cursing me and I probably won't be allowed back in the house. But uh. Before I let you go, your view on championship setup, uh, because anytime the, we, it gets discussed, the thing that everybody says is that thing of, well, there's nothing at stake, so what's the point? That's your take? No, not at all. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I'm from Sligo, as I was saying to you before we came on the show, and I think that like the opportunity to play the amount of football we have this season against top-tier opposition, I know like it didn't always go well, but so much to learn from that. I think you look at the games that there were yesterday, there were four games that came down to the, a free in the final moment. There is jeopardy. You might have to go through a couple of rounds at the start where it doesn't feel like that, but the group stages of the Champions League, like no one remembers the first couple of games anyways. So long as you get to this point and you're like salvaging over the preliminary quarterfinal draws and then that's all that matters. Kathleen, thank you very much and I hope your boyfriend is still talking to you after that. <laughs> Kathleen McNamee, uh, host of the Koi Gig podcast and of course from Off The Ball. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m.
on News Talk.